y'all. Welcome to this segment of The First Spill, your one-stop shop for microlearning. I am Q Wen, Director of Content Development here at APHA, and I'll be sharing updates regarding the treatment of hot flashes and night sweats, also called vasomotor symptoms or VMS. Now, these feelings of warmth can be associated with flushing, sweating, and are very common during menopause, occurring in up to 80% of women and lasting a mean of 7 to 10 years. Most vasomotor symptoms may also contribute to sleep and mood issues that can negatively affect quality of life. In a recent 2023 non-hormone therapy position statement from the North American Menopause Society, investigators concluded that hormone therapy is still the most effective treatment for BMS. But for those who have contraindications or certain medical conditions, such as breast cancer or a history of heart attack, stroke, or blood clots, or for those who just simply choose not to use hormone therapy for their hot flashes, there are non-hormone options available to provide relief. The advisory panel evaluated additional literature that had been published since the previous statement in 2015 to determine if they would recommend or not recommend a specific therapy with a level of evidence assigned accordingly, level one, two, and three. Level one had good, consistent evidence. Level two had limited or inconsistent evidence. And level three was based on consensus or expert opinion. Of the non-hormone therapies, clinical hypnosis, cognitive behavioral therapy, ganglion blockade, weight loss, SSRIs, SNRIs, gabapentin, oxybutynin, and fesalinitant were recommended. Let's do a quick run through for the prescription therapies. First up, we have SSRIs and SNRIs. Paroxetine, escitalopram, citalopram, venlafaxine, and desvenlafaxine have been shown to significantly reduce VMS, ranging from a reduction by 25 to 69%. Level one evidence supports the recommendation, of course, taking patient-specific parameters in mind as well as contraindications. Gabapentin. There are several studies and trials studying a total daily dose of 900 milligrams or 300 milligrams per day, three times a day. It has shown that it has improved the frequency and severity of BMS. In a placebo-controlled trial, higher doses of gabapentin titrated up to 2,400 milligrams over the course of the day were as beneficial as estrogen, 0.625 milligrams per day. In reducing hot flash severity scores. Level one evidence here as well. Note that pregabalin is not recommended based on level three evidence. It consensus due to adverse effects such as increased dizziness, cognitive difficulties, and weight gain, as well as controlled substance prescribing restrictions. Oxybutynin was found to significantly reduce moderate to severe BMS. Although we have to keep in mind that long-term use of anticholinergics may be associated with cognitive decline, particularly in our older patients. This has a level one through two recommendation for use. Lastly, fesalinitant is a first-in-class norokinin B antagonist that is FDA approved for management of vasomotor symptoms. So normally, hypersecretion of norokinin B impacts the thermoregulatory center of our hypothalamus, causing a disruption of temperature control and the occurrence of BMS. With the antagonist on board, 
this temperature disruption is well interrupted. So again, it is FDA approved specifically for BMS due to menopause. Now, treatments not recommended for BMS, either because there's evidence showing that they do not reduce BMS symptoms, BMS, or because there's not enough evidence showing that they are effective. This list includes acupuncture, pace respirations, supplements like herbal remedies, cooling techniques, avoidance of triggers, dietary modifications, exercise, yoga, mindfulness-based interventions, relaxation, civil rexants, cannabinoids, chiropractic inter interventions, clonidine, and again, pregabalin. So let's jump into dietary supplements real quick. So many are available over the counter, right? And advertised as remedies or relief for hot flashes and night sweats. But there are limited studies showing that these supplements are effective at relieving VMS. And there's also a lack of government regulation ensuring their safety and purity. So none of these are recommended treatments for hot flashes or night sweats. Most are level two not recommended, including cannabinoids and soy foods or extracts. So again, level two not recommended, cannabinoids and soy food and extracts. Now black hosh, ginseng, and vitamin E are not recommended at an evidence level of one. So with all of this, the important takeaway is that there are many options available for the treatment of bothersome hot flashes, including non-hormone therapies. We have a better understanding of what's not effective, so the healthcare professionals can target therapies that have consistent evidence supporting their effectiveness that align with the values and preferences of women. Again, these include clinical hypnosis, cognitive behavioral therapy, phezolinotents, gabapentin, oxybutynin, SSRIs, SNRIs, and weight loss. Check out menopause.org for their meno notes. These are great summaries and information sheets for consumers, but definitely helpful for healthcare professionals as well. I hope this has been helpful and a nice little refresher. Thanks for tuning in.